It's a positive film. It has heroes and villains, and uh, that it essentially uh, is a fun movie to watch. It's been a long time since people have been able to go to the movies and see a sort of straightforward, wholesome, fun adventure. Well, it's a fantasy. It's not science fiction so much as it is space fantasy, and it's about people. It's about. It's finally about people and not finally about science. The story, when you actually put it into words, is only so much nonsense to hang a great visual experience onto. It's the stuff that fairy tales are made of. Sort of boiling down religion into a very basic concept: uh, the fact that there is some deity or some power or some force. That sort of controls our destiny,、uh, works for good and also works for evil. Marvelous, healthy innocence, great taste, wonderful to look at, full of guts, nothing unpleasant. I mean, people go bang bang and people fall over and dead, but you know, no horrors. A sort of wonderful freshness about it, a kind of like a wonderful fresh air. It's got whatever you want it to be. It's a, it's pure entertainment. It's like a roller coaster ride, and it can be interpreted as long as you enjoy it, which is the intention. Hi everyone. I'm sure by now you've heard the terribly sad news that our Return of the Jedi actor Gerald Holm, who wonderfully brought the creature Squidhead to life, is now one with the Force. I first met Gerald in 2013 at Star Wars Celebration Essen in Germany. He was the first ever autograph I bought. In fact, I didn't buy it for me. I bought it for my son, who, believe it or not, back then I called Squidhead. I spoke with Gerald, and we discussed this. And he wonderfully signed the autograph from one squid head to another, and we struck up a lovely relationship. In fact, this is what I want to bring to you now, because it was just a year later, when my son was nine, that、uh, Gerald agreed to come on the Star Wars Forum UK podcast and record an interview with my son. And the reason I wanted to pass this on to you now is just because I think it wonderfully demonstrates. How great Gerald was with the fans! He gave up time. He spoke to them. He really answered questions, and he loved talking about his acting career. But he had time for everyone. He really, really did. You know the way in which Gerald now interacts with my son, I think is wonderful. I've seen so many people now online talking about how Gerald was, and not just in the UK. I've read. From people in America, people in Sweden, about how Gerald was happy to go to conventions and just happy to talk to the people. I hope you enjoy this interview, and you'll really get to see what the man Gerald Home was like—a truly wonderful man. May he rest in peace. Please bear with the sound quality. I've only just realised how bad our recordings were initially when I played it back earlier on, so bear with it. And apologies.
Hello, my name is Leo. Hello, Leo. My name is Gerald, but some people call me Squidhead. Yeah. <laughs> Do some people call you Squidhead? Yeah, my dad does. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Squidhead are very, very intelligent people. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think so? Yeah. Uh, do you like Star Wars? Are you a Star Wars fan? Yeah. Good for you. Do you have a favourite film? Um, I quite like number five and six. Okay, so that's The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And have you seen number three? Yes, I've seen number three. Wow, that's a bit bloodthirsty, isn't it, for you? Yeah. How old are you, Leo? Are you, you're nine, yes? Yeah, I'm nine. Okay, when are you going to be ten? Um, August the 14th. Okay, so you are a Leo, I think. Yeah. Hey, Gerald, Jez, how are you doing? Jez, I'm doing very well. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. Um, I'm delighted to be able to speak with you again. I mean, who knew that, you know, when I uh, first met you in July 2013, we'll be here, you know, a year and a half later on, talking about Star Wars and talking about the next generations of Star Wars, as in, you know, me being here with Leo. Um, Excellent, right, yes. The whole reason why we struck up our conversation in the first place. That's right, that's right. That's right. Well, of course, I'll always remember that he was the first of a squid head I signed an autograph for, from, from one squid head to the other. So I'll always remember that. For those people who, who aren't aware, Leo, my son, one of a uh, pair of twins, he's got a, his twin sister, and um, they've always been uh, quite deadly to us, so he's always been squid, and then squid turned into squid head, and it's just stuck. You know, he's um, grown up in a bit of a Star Wars sort of fandom, and in fact, all the family love it. So when I saw you there, having not actually got any autographs off of anyone up until that point, you know, you were my very first oh, really? autograph, and, and, you know, for Leo, and it was just, yeah, a really great experience, and, and he's still got his signed photograph of you up on his bookshelf. Oh, I'm glad. I'm honoured. I'm honoured. Now, tell me, why did you choose Squid for him? Why that name? We preferred Squid to Shrimp, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think when Leo was born, he was um, £4, 3 ounces. So, oh, goodness, know, He's always been a bit of a, a, a wee lad, and uh, so we just, yeah, Squid Head, and it's just stuck, you know. He's got his, he's got his Squid Head action figure here next to the autograph and the um, additional photograph, which you were... Um, you know, really good enough to give him, and even his uh, Mr. Muscle, which we haven't spoken about. Ah, right. But anyway, there we go. Um, it was fantastic meeting you. And, well, thank uh, you, thank you, likewise. Before we go on anymore, what I'd like to do is, um, yep. Leo's just prepared a few questions for you. Fantastic. We'll see how we go with those. Are you, are you ready, Leo? Yeah. I'm ready. Okay, here you go. Hello, Gerald, it's Leo. Hello again, Leo. I've got a few questions for you. Okay. Um, the first one is, were you a fan before Return of the Jedi? Oh, interesting question. Was I a Star Wars fan before Return of the Jedi? Yes. Okay, uh, yes. Not as big as you, but if, if I had to make a list of my favorite all-time films that I've ever seen, number four would be on that list, A New Hope, it's called now. At the time, it wasn't called A New Hope. So it's episode four, which was the first one that was made, because I remember seeing that when it first came out in the cinema, long, long time ago, 1977, and it, it was famous all over the world. It had been a big, big hit, a big successful film in America. Uh, so by the time it came to, here, to us here in Britain, everybody wanted to see this film, and everybody was, you know, there were queues around the cinemas, hundreds and hundreds of people queuing to see the film, and I was one of them. So I queued to see the film, 
absolutely loved it and fell in love with Star Wars. So yes, so when we came to film Return of the Je Jedi, of course it was a big, big thrill to be working on this series of films. Cool. So, um, who was your favourite person on the film set? Uh, do you mean actor or character? Um, actor. My favourite actor on the set? Uh, well, uh, the favourite one I got to know who I was friendly with I don't know if you remember her. You'll have to ask your dad to point her out to you. There was a character called Fat Dancer. Uh, and in Jabba's Palace, there are two dancers. Remember? The Twi'lek Dancer, who was very young and thin. And then there's a horrific-looking Fat Dancer. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, well, in, in real life, she was a very, very nice lady. Her name was Claire. And I got to know her very well because we were often beside each other. Uh, sitting beside each other, standing beside each other, and that's how you get to know people when you're making a film, because you only talk to the people who are around you, because you have to stay in the one spot. So she was a new friend I made. Her, her name was Claire. But the favorite actor to watch, my favorite actor to watch, was Harrison Ford, Han Solo. Uh, he, was, he was just fantastic to watch, because there were like 150 people of us on the set, working all around Jabba and that's a lot of people it was very hot the lights were very hot there were smoke machines making smoke so there was a lot of stuff going on it was hard to concentrate but Harrison Ford who played Han Solo he was so good at acting that it was like he was by himself he could act like he was the only person there and then when he was acting with Princess Leia, it was like they were the only two people there. I mean, if I say tune out, do you understand what I mean if I say tune out? He could behave like there was nobody else around him. He could really concentrate and focus. I hope you know what I mean by that. Yeah. So it was very good for, for me as an actor to watch this other actor be so focused on his work that he didn't see all the other stuff that was going on. How does it feel to have your own, very own Star Wars action figure? How does it feel to have my own action figure? It's fantastic. <laughs> it's very, very special. And I'm looking at a picture now, Leo, that's on my wall. It's made by a guy, he's a tattooist in Canada, right? He does tattoos on people's bodies. And he's got lots of tattoos on himself. He's like a rock star. And he made this picture of Squidhead, right? And beside it, there's a tooth. And he gave me this at a celebration in America. And I said, what's this about? What's the tooth for? And he said, well, I was a kid about nine, but your age, Leo. Uh, and he was scared to go to the dentist. And the only thing that gave him courage when he went to the dentist was a squid head action figure. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, he, when he was in the dentist chair, he was squeezed this action figure and it stopped him from crying and it stopped him from being afraid. So that's why he identified Squidhead with a tooth, with the dentist with the tooth. So that's why he did this wonderful drawing of Squidhead with a little tooth beside it. And that's a treasure. It's above my desk here. I'm looking at it as, as, as I speak to you. And to me, that's a treasure. Brilliant. Your action figure is really good with a lot of accessories. Do you like the fact that you have a lot of accessories, like a belt and Admiral Akbar, you see, he was a man of peace, right? So he didn't want, he wouldn't want to carry a gun. Yeah. Would he? But, but the soldiers have to carry guns. 
But when we made the film, Leo, when we actually made the film, I didn't have a gun. I didn't have a gun as Mon Calamari. Yes. Uh, yes, I didn't have a gun as Squidhead in the film, but the action figure has a gun. But I think I like action figures that you can take the hat off and you can take the cloak off and you can put, take the belt off and then you can put it back on again. I like action figures like that, that you can actually play with. What a lot of people do, if you ever take my belt off, my squidhead belt, if you ever take that off, make sure you put it back on the right way up. Because a lot of people put it on upside down. Yeah. Uh, is there going to be another squidhead in episode 7? Are you going to be in episode 7? Well, no, I'm not going to be in episode 7. I don't, there won't be a squidhead. There might be a quorum. You know, quorum is the name of the the race that Squidhead belongs to. Do you know that? Yeah. I think in, in the TV cartoon, what was it called, before Star Wars Rebels, or the Clone Wars, there was a quorum in that, I think. Yeah, I used to watch that. Did you? Yeah. Okay, well, there was a, there was a, there was a calamari man in that, and a quorum. So, who knows? There might be another quorum in episode seven. There, there was talk when they made episode two. They were going to have... Tessek, Squidhead is now called Tessek by some people, was going to be in episode two. So when they first started writing the script, the story of episode two, Squidhead was in it as Tessek. But then in the end they decided it wasn't going to be Tessek. It was going to be another character called Tikkas. So there's another core in, I think it's episode two, called Tikkas, T-I-K-K-E-S. So who knows? Who knows? You never know. Maybe Squidhead will turn up one day. I hope so. If you could get anyone's autograph, who would it be? If I could get an autograph, who would it be? Well, I've only ever asked one person for their autograph. Uh, it's a name you might not know, but you will know when you're older, because she's one of the biggest stars ever of cinema. Your dad will know, and I think Grant will know. Her name was Ingrid Bergman, and she was a fantastic film actress. Yeah. And your dad will know her from Casablanca and Gaslight and stuff like that. And as you get older, maybe you'll look at her films and learn to appreciate them. But she was the only person, because I met her. Well, I was in a play in the theatre once. She was in another theatre in London. And I met her in between the shows, and we chatted. I just gave her my programme for the show that she was in and said, would you mind signing it for me? So that's the only, the only autograph I've ever got. But uh, if, if I were to get anybody else's, I don't know. Maybe Harrison Ford. Do you have any questions for me? Do I have any questions for you? Well, yes, I've asked you them before, but I'll ask you them again now because this is being recorded. Which is your favourite Star Wars film? My Star Wars film, probably Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi. Okay, right. I suppose that's okay that you say that. It would have been better if you'd said Return of the Jedi because that's the one I was in, but I don't mind. <laughs> I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. Okay, what age were you when you first saw a Star Wars film? Because you're nine now, right? Yeah, probably about six or seven. Okay, and did you see them in order? Do you remember? Did you see them one, two, three, four, five, six? Or did you see four, five, six, one, two, three? Yeah, four, five, six, one, two, three. Well done, I think that's best, I think that's best. Now, let me tell you about, I think Squidhead is a better name than, I've got next door neighbors. Right? 
And their dad is a big Star Wars fan. So he called his sons Luke and Ben. <laughs> because he's such a big Star Wars fan. But I think you've got a better name. I think, you know, Squidhead is better than Ben or Luke. Yeah. Much better. Now, if you were going to meet a Star Wars actor, which one would you like to meet? Oh, probably either you or Luke, Luke Skywalker. Okay, okay. Well, no, these these things are possible. You know, I, in fact, it's probably your destiny that we will meet one day. I think it's probably your destiny. Yeah. Well, I'll have to try and get to get to an, uh, get to a convention near you one day so we can meet. Yeah, that would be good. Um, my last question. Yes? Who shot first, Han or Grievous? <laughs> well, let me ask you first. Who do you, who do you think shot first? Han. Of course. That's true. That's history. That's fact. Han shot first. May the Force be with you too. Well, Gerald, thanks very much indeed for that. You know, Leo's been really, really um, enjoying being part of the whole Star Wars thing. You asked him about the films he's watched, and uh, what was really good is a lot of us from the forum went to the Prince Charles Cinema in London. Uh, uh -huh. Yeah, it's for the 30th anniversary of Return uh -huh. of the and in fact, Leo was eight, which was exactly the same time I was eight when my dad took me to watch Return of the Jedi in the cinema. Brilliant. They uh, they had a special screening. And, uh, and so we went there, and it was just, you know, a replication of, of what happened 30 years ago uh, with Brilliant. my family. So there we go, Leo went. And who knows, hopefully, at the end of Anaheim, they might well be announcing that there'll be a celebration in London within a few years, or, or who knows, well, Paris or something. You know Steve Sansweet, yeah? You know who he is? Yes. Yeah. Well, I was talking to him recently. As I said, we, you know, we've become great chums. He thinks, and he's... he's as he calls it, he's out of the loop. He doesn't know what's going on at Lucasfilm anymore. But he suspects that it's going to be back in London very soon, celebration. Fantastic. They wanted to go to Paris evidently once, but there's nowhere big enough in Paris to take 40,000 people, you know? So, I mean, if, if Steve says he suspects they're going to be back in London next time, then one of the highlights of my life in Star Wars fanland was for the 30th anniversary, which was in... 2007, right, for the 30th anniversary of the first Star Wars yeah. being released, I narrated a concert of Star Wars music in Valencia, Spain. Uh, now, the only other person to uh, ever narrate a concert of Star Wars music was Anthony Daniels, C3PO, right. so it was a huge honor. Uh, this happened because at the first celebration in London, I met some Spanish guys, and I was talking Spanish to them. Uh, when they heard I spoke Spanish, they remembered me when they came to do this charity event. Now, we was a charity concert with, a, with an orchestra of 52 people, and it told the story of Star Wars. And I was the narrator. I narrated this. I would tell a bit of the story, then the orchestra would play the appropriate music, then I would stand up and you know, speak. But the interesting thing about this was I narrated it in Spanish. Wow. And... Uh, you know, I hadn't spoken Spanish for like 30 years or something. And I got the script five days in advance. And uh, I think it was the bravest thing I've ever done in my life. I was absolutely terrified. I had no choice, you know. And I think there were 
about 2,000 people, 1,850 is on the people. Uh, the concert hall was full. It raised 38,000 euros for a charity, which is a huge amount of money. And I think not, it's not just the highlight, one of the highlights of my Star Wars life. It's one of the highlights of my entire life. I bet, that sounds you know? Uh, especially doing it in Spanish because it, uh, yeah, I still can't quite believe I did it. You can probably hear it in my voice. Absolutely. I still don't believe I did it. <laughs> but I did it. Well, all of this information, Gerald, is on your main website, which... Um, it is. There's even a picture of the... Uh, if you click onto the little thumbnails in the two photo galleries, yeah. you'll often find a group of photographs with captions telling you whether they were taken. And indeed, that's the situation with... Uh, one of the little thumbnails is a poster. C-3PO with some... No, 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 R2-D2 with some drums. And if you click onto that, you get the concert, the Spanish concert poster plus a photograph of me rehearsing, and the medal ceremony at the end. Right. So, yeah, I think basically everything I've told you is on my website. Yeah. Well, we're looking at that now, and the website is, is a real gem of information. I mean, not to blow it all now. If people were to obviously just Google Gerald Home, um, or just go straight to GeraldHome.com, Yep. Put all your links there, and links to even Lost Revenge script of um, That's right. additional lines, which you would have had. That's right. Obviously, the guys can look forward to checking that out. All the folks Excellent. Well, fantastic. Well, also, those uh, call sheets and uh, experimental dialogue scenes I had with Akbar as a Mont Calamari officer, yeah. uh, they're on the website. I reposted one of them the other day. Uh, so that's on Rebel Scum, my creature history, ROTJ creature history, on the rebelscum.com forum. Uh, again, if people can't remember all that, they can just Google ROTJ history, Gerald Holmes creature info and that'll take them to that thread and there's a ton of information there lots of photographs which you will not see anywhere else even on my website fantastic and talking of websites obviously we're doing this on behalf of Star Wars Forum UK yes you've got our own threads on there which are um, props and autographs as well and it would be absolutely fantastic if when you've got the time by all means please join join up and, and put something on the autograph thread with regard to yourself and and a link, if you like, to your own bits and pieces. And then that way, people can keep an eye out for, for where you are and where you're doing sign-ins, in fact. Okay. What, what is it your address exactly? What is... Well, that's SWF UK. That's what the group's called. But it's the StarWarsForum.co.uk. So quite simply, www.StarWarsForum.co.uk. Okay. And at the bottom, uh, once you've... Um, joined and used whatever username you wish. I mean, for example, I suggest that you you may wish to try squid-headed. Yeah, I'm on a few forums. I usually call myself Calamari Men. Fantastic. Because both my characters are from Mon Calamari. So do they? <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, and at the bottom, uh, props and autographs, even say hi in the main thread there's an introduce yourself. And that would be great um, and a real good source for um, all the UK Star Wars fans to be able to... Uh, to check it out and, and find out what you're doing next because I'm okay. sure going to be really keen to know. I'll look into that. Thank you very much. So uh, one other thing I just wanted to mention was um, whilst I was reviewing your website is um, you've got a club in Spain. Can you just tell us a quick bit about that? I do. Uh, it was set up uh, because of a group called Hollered Estela Seville. And I was actually a guest at one of their conventions not so long ago. And as you probably know, Seville was the location for Naboo. 
And again, we can see photographs. Can you see photographs of this on my website? I'm not sure if they're up there yet. But yes, uh, they took me around. And do you remember that scene where, where they walked through the, the wonderful plaza in Seville over the little bridge and the two teachers behind them? Yeah. I, I can't remember if that's on my website. I shall have a look and see. Okay. Anyway, that's the group. And they said, can you start a club with us? It was their suggestion. I said, yes, I'd love to. What shall we call it? I said, well, both my characters, Tessic, Squidhead, and the Montcalmery officer, they inhabit the same home world, which is called Montcalmery. So why don't I call the club the Calamari Men Club? So there you go. That's what it is. Thanks. There are a few honorary members, like Steve Sansweet's an honorary member. Uh, it's mostly Spanish people, but there are a few honorary members. And uh, I'm going to make a little note to myself that Leo's going to be an honorary member. And next time I meet one of you guys, I'll, uh, I'll give him a card. Oh, that's, um, that's amazing. What do you think about that, Leo? Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. In fact, I might uh, ask your dad to send me your address and I'll send you it. I'll email you the photograph of um, what we took in Essen um, when we were with you. And, uh, and we'll exchange some stuff. And I'll, I'll send you a link for our forum as well. It's been an uh, absolute pleasure. And... Um, Let's hope for a celebration London before you know it. Okay. Jess, it's been wonderful. Thank you so much. See you, Joe.